Welcome to Books and Sound. I'm your host, Don Beavers, and this episode contains a digitally remastered theatrical presentation of one of the great works of literature. Please remember to subscribe so that you can enjoy new episodes as they are released. This podcast is provided free and offered without commercial interruption. If you enjoy the episode, please leave us a positive review so that we can grow the podcast. Enjoy. The Golden Days of Youth. No author has ever painted a finer picture of childhood fun and adventure than Samuel Clemens in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. The NBC University of the Air brings you the first installment of a two-part radio edition of Tom Sawyer, another in its series of books that live. American Novel. Summer is coming to St. Petersburg by the big Mississippi. And all the summer world is bright and fresh and brimming with life. There's a song in every heart. And if the heart is young, the music issues from the lips. The locust trees are in bloom. And the fragrance of the blossoms fills the air. The most important thing a kid can do in St. Petersburg now is to wait for the big Missouri to paddle wheel up the river. Or maybe to play hooky from school on a hot afternoon. For summer is kids' time in St. Petersburg, and this is a kid's story. Yes, kids' time in St. Petersburg. Usually they're everywhere, screaming and yelling and playing and crying. But just at this moment, every one of them is missing, especially... Tom! Gone with that boy, I wonder. You! Tom! Yes, my friend. Oh, yes. Now, you're most too big to hide under the bed, young man. I lay if I get hold of you, I... Oh, here you are. Oh, yeah. I might have thought of this closet. What you been doing in there? Nothing. Nothing. Look at your hands. And look at your mouth. It's jam. That's what it is. Forty times I said if you didn't let that jam alone, I'd skin you. Hand me that switch. Yes, ma'am. My, look behind you, Anne. <laughs> what on earth? Hang <laughs> oh, the boy. Dad, I never learned. Ain't he played enough tricks like that for me to be looking out for him by this time? But my goodness, never plays them alike two days. He appears to know just how long he can torment me before I get my dander up. Oh, ain't doing my duty by that boy, unless the Lord's truth goodness knows. But laws of me, he's my own dead sister's boy, poor thing. I ain't got the heart to lash him somehow. Well, well, I'll just be obliged to make him work tomorrow. Mighty hard for him to work Saturdays when all the boys is having holiday. But it's for the good of his soul. Oh, Saturday morning. It ain't right to have to work Saturday morning, is it, Jim? Oh, Missus, she make me work every day, Ma Tom. You gotta go and get old Missus a bucket of water. 
He's tired of his off of me. Look at that fence, Jim. Thirty yards long and as high as I can reach from on top of that barrel. It'll take me all day nearly. All day Saturday, whitewashing. Oh, that's too bad, Mars Tom, but I'd better hurry. Oh, Missy said I was not to be wasting the time getting this here bucket full of water. Say, Jim, I'll fetch the water if you'll whitewash some. Oh, I can't, Mars Tom. Oh, Missy, she told me I got to go and get this water and not stop fooling around with anybody. She said she spent Mars time going to ask me to whitewash. She told me to go along and tend my own business. Oh, that's the way she always talks. Give me the bucket. I won't be gone only a minute. Oh, I can't, Mars Tom. Old Mrs. said she'd taken tired life out of me. Think she would. Oh, she never licks anybody. Whacked them over the head with her symbol. But who cares about that, I'd like to know. Hey, Jim, I'll give you a marble. I'll give you a white alley. Well, now, Mars Tom. White alley, Jim. My, that's a mighty gay marble. But I was powerful afraid old And Mrs. besides, if you will, I'll show you my sore toe. All right. Let me see. Oh, load up my... I'll show you something sore beside a sore toe. I don't want to have to watch you anymore, Thomas Sawyer. <laughs> yes, sir. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi, Ben. Uh, nice day for whitewashing fences, ain't it, Tom? Oh, it'll do. Say, I'm going in a swimming, I am. That's all? Don't you wish you could? But, of course, you'd rather work, wouldn't you? What do you call work? Well, ain't that work? Well, maybe it is and maybe it ain't. All I know is it suits Tom Sawyer. Oh, come now. You don't mean to let on that you like it. Like it? Well, I don't see why I oughtn't to like it. How does a boy get a chance to whitewash a fence every day? Yes, sir, it sure suits Tom Sawyer. Say, uh, Tom. Say, Tom, let me whitewash a little. Well, no, no, I reckon it wouldn't hardly do, Ben. Oh, Tom. You see, Aunt Polly's awful particular about this fence. Right here on the street, you know. But, Tom. Yes, he's awful particular about this fence. It's got to be done very careful. Well, I reckon there ain't one boy in a thousand, maybe two thousand, that can do it the way it's got to be done. No, is that so? Oh, come on. Let me just try. Only just a little. I'd let you if you was me, Tom. Ben, I'd like to. Honest, Indian. But Aunt Polly, she would... Well, Jim wanted to do it, but she wouldn't let him. Now, don't you see how I'm fixed? If you were to tackle this mess and anything was to happen oh, to us... Oh, shucks, I'd be just as careful. Just let me try Say, I'll give you the core of my apple. Well, here. No, no, Ben, now don't. I'm afraid... Uh, I'll give you all of my apple. All right. Here's the brush, Ben. Now, be careful, Ben. Oh, don't... I will, Tom. How do you hold it? Like this. Oh, all right. I see. Pretty fair to middle and kite string, Billy. You can be after Ben. Give me my tadpoles, Tom. Let me be next, Tom. I got a small brass doorknob. A fly in a bottle, Tom. How about my juice heart? A tin soldier. A piece of chalk. A nice old dog collar. Come on, Tom. Give us a turn.
Tom. Tom. Huh? Oh, hi, Huck. Where you been? Oh, you know how Aunt Polly is. Now, don't you go playing with that Huckleberry Finn or I'll... You know how she talks. Where'd you get that dead cat? I traded him from Joe Harper for two tadpoles, a brass doorknob, and a kite string. My, he's pretty stiff. You know what dead cats is good for, Tom? Sure, anybody knows what dead cats is good for. What are they good for? Cure warts with, of course. Best thing in the world for curing warts. Is that so? I know something that's better. I'll bet you don't. What is it? What's spunk water? Spunk water? I wouldn't give a darn for spunk water. You wouldn't, would you? Did you ever try it? No, I ain't. But Bob Tanner did. Oh, he'll lie, Bob Tanner will. Now you tell me how Bob Tanner did it, Huck. I took and dipped his hand in a rotten stump with his rainwater. In the daytime? Certainly. With his face to the stump? Sure. At least I reckon so. Did he say anything? Well, I don't reckon he did. I don't know. <laughs> Talk about trying to cure warts with spunk water such a blame fool way as that. Why, that ain't going to do any good. You got to go all by yourself to the middle of the woods where you know there's a spunk water stump. And just as it's midnight, back up against the stump and jam your hand in and say... Barley corn, barley corn, Indian meal short. Spunk water, spunk water, swallow them words. Walk away quick, 11 steps, with your eyes shut. And then turn around three times and walk home without speaking to anybody. Because if you speak, the charm's busted. Well, that sounds like a good way. But that ain't half so good as using a dead cat. How do you cure warts with a dirty old dead cat? Why, you take your cat and go and get in the graveyard long about midnight when somebody that was wicked has been buried. And when it's midnight, a devil will come. A what? A devil. Maybe two or three devils. My. But you can't see him. You can only hear something like the wind. Or maybe hear the devils talk. And when they're taking that feller away, you heave your dead cat after him and say, Devil follow corpse, cat follow devil, warts follow cat, I'm done with you. That'll fetch any wart. Sounds right. Hey, Hutchie, when are we going to try using the cat? Well, tonight. I reckon they'll come after old Hoss Williams tonight. Oh, yeah, Hoss Williams. Oh, but they buried him Saturday. Didn't the devils get him Saturday night? Oh, you do talk, Tom. How could their charms work till midnight? And then it's Sunday. Devils don't slosh around much of a Sunday, I don't reckon. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's so. Let's go tonight. Of course. If you ain't afeard. Afeard? Ain't likely. Will you meow for me? Right below your window, about 11 tonight. And you meow back. Looks like it'll be a kind of dark night, all right. Kind of dark and scary. Sure you want to go, Tom? Yeah, sure, Huckleberry. You meow and I'll come down the rain pipe like always. Graveyards, yeah. Well, the moon's out, so the devils ought to be easy to see tonight. Yeah. Say, Hucky, do you believe the dead people like it for us to be here? Oh, I wish I know. It's awful solemn-like, ain't it? Yeah, I bet it is. Say, Hucky, you reckon Hoss Williams hears us talking? Of course he does. At least his spirit does. Oh, I wish that dead mister were here. God, he can't be too particular how they talk about these here dead people, Tom. What is it, Tom? There it is again. Didn't you hear it? I didn't hear it. Now you hear it. Oh, Lord, Tom, they're coming. The devil's is coming, sure. What do we do? I don't know. 
You think I'll see you? Oh, Tom, they can see you in the dark. Devil's the same as cats. Oh, I wished I hadn't come. No, Tom, don't be a fear. I don't believe they'll bother us. He ain't doing any harm except trying to get rid of some more. If we keep still as nice right behind this big monument, maybe they won't see us at all. Oh, I'll try, Tom, but, Lord, I'm all of a shiver. Oh, Tom, this is awful. It's a devil, sure enough. Three of them. Come for Horse William. Oh, Lordy, Tom, we're goners. Can you pray? I'll try, but don't you be a bit. They ain't gonna hurt us. Now I lay me down to sleep. What is it, huh? They're humans. One of them is anyway. One of them's got old Muff Potter's voice. No. Muff Potter's? Ain't so, is it? Oh, I bet I know it. Don't you stir her budge. He ain't sharp enough to notice us. Drunk the same as usual, likely. Blamed old Rip. All right, I'll keep still. Hey, they're pinting right for Hoss William's grave. Say, Huck, I know another one of them boys. It's Injun Joe. Injun Joe. That murder and half-speed. I'd rather they was devils at darn sight. What can they be up to? They started digging Hoss William's grave. Hurry, man. Moon might come out any moment. Take it easy, Dr. Robinson. We'll have your corpse for you in no time. But you must hurry. If anyone saw me here, my practice would be ruined, I tell you. Uh, wouldn't that be too bad? Yeah. They didn't uh, put him very deep in it. Yeah. Uh, I think we can uh, get the lid off now, Muff. Yeah, well, wait, Joe. Now, the cussed thing's about ready, Sawbone. You just out with another five apiece, or here she stays. That's a talk. Look here, what does this mean? You asked for your pay in advance, and I paid you. Yeah. You've done more than that, too. Five years ago, you drove me away from your father's kitchen one night when I come to ask you for something to eat. You said I weren't there for any good. Which was the Lord's... You talk? shut up and listen. And I swore I'd get even with you if it took a hundred years. Your father had me jailed for a vagrant. Did you think I'd forget, Dr. Robertson? Now, look, you... The Indian blood ain't in me for nothing. Now I've got you, and you've got to settle, you know. Don't threaten me, you red scoundrel! Hey, hey, you... And there's more like that if you're not satisfied. Here, here, you don't go knocking down my door! <laughs> There, drunkard. You ought to stay out for a while. Now, Injun Joe, have you and your stupid friends seen enough of my fist? I've seen too much of you. But have you seen enough of my knife? No! 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 Oh. Hey, Dr. Robinson, that score is settled. Now, just a minute till I... Man. Come on, Muff. Come on. Come on out of it. Uh, come on, come on. Get up and face him up. Is it? How is this, Joe? It's a dirty business. Dr. Robinson. Joe, dead. What the... What you do it for, Muff? I, I never... What did I do? Oh, say, now look here. That kind of talk won't wash... You still got knife in your hand. Yeah. Oh, my. I thought I'd got sober. No business to drink tonight. I'm all in a muddle. Can't recollect anything of it hardly. 
Oh, tell me, Joe. Honest now, old feller. Did I did I do that to the doctor? Well, you said yourself. He's, he's dead, ain't he? Joe, I never meant to. Upon my soul and honor, I never meant to. Joe, oh, tell me how it was, Joe. Well, you two were scuffling. Then he fetched you one and you fell flat. Then up you come, all reeling and staggering like. And snatched a knife and jammed it into him. Oh, no. Just as he fetched you another awful cliff. And here you lay, as dead as a wedge until now. Oh, I didn't know what I was doing. I wish I might die this minute if I did. All on account of that whiskey and excitement, I reckon. I never used a weapon in my life before, Joe. They all say that. Joe, don't tell. Say you won't tell, Joe. That's a good fellow. Well, I always liked you, Joe, and I stood up for you, too. Don't you remember? You won't tell, will you, Joe? Mm, no, no, sir. You've always been fair and square with me, my Potter. And I won't go back on you. Now, come on, come on, let's get going. Oh, Joe, you're an angel. I'll bless you for this the longest day that I've Now, come on, come on, now. That's enough of that. Come on, the moon's coming They going up? Yeah, I guess. I'm sort of scared to look. Huckleberry, what do you reckon will come of this? Dr. Robinson's dad, I reckon hanging will come of it. Do you, though? Well, I know it, Tom. We'll tell. We? What are you talking about? Suppose something happened and Injun Joe didn't hang. Why, he'd kill us sometime or other, just as dead sure as we're a-laying here. That's what I was thinking to myself, Huck. Hucky, you sure you can keep Mom? Tom, we gotta keep Mum. You know that. That engine devil wouldn't make any more drowning us than a couple of cats. Look at here, Tom. Let's take and swear to one another. That's what we gotta do. Swear to keep Mum. I'm agreed. It's the best thing. Would you just hold hands and swear to... Oh, no, that wouldn't do for this. That's good enough for a little rubbishy common things. But there ought to be writing about a big thing like this. And blood. Oh, good, Huck. Blood. Here, let's take that old piece of shingle, and I'll write it out quick while the moon's still out. All right. Here's the shingle. What you gonna write with? I got a little piece of red chalk. Oh, that's fine. What's it saying, Tom? Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer swears they will keep Mum about this. They wish they may drop down dead in their tracks if they ever tell. And rot. That's just fine. Now we'll sign it in real blood and bury it. I got a pin, Tom. Ouch! Mm-hmm. That hurts, Tom. Now what? Now make an H and an F on the shingle with the blood. Like this. There now. Tom, does this keep us from ever telling? Always? Of course it does. It don't make any difference what happened. We gotta keep Mum. Why, we dropped down dead of our tracks if we ever said anything to anybody about who really killed Dr. Robbins. Bring the tobacco, Hucky? Yeah, sure. Pappy weren't up and around, so he didn't see me slip it out. I got the matches. Muff said to be sure and bring him some matches. I feel all creepy when we go to see him at the jail, Tom. Well, it's been near in two months we've been visiting him. Nothing's happened to us. Nobody else ever comes to see him to bring him tobacco and matches. Guess he wanted something special tonight. That's because the trial's most over. They're going to pass the hanging tomorrow, I reckon. Is it, Huck? Is that what they say? You'd know that if you'd stick around the courtroom every day like me. 
Oh, it scares me, that court and all. Injun Joe and they're lying about what Muff did. Say, Hucky, have you ever told anybody about... You know what? Of course I haven't. Never a word? Never a solitary word, so help me. Are you a fear, Tom? Why, we wouldn't be alive two days if that got found out. Why ain't you so... Look, here's the jail. Muff! Hey, Muff! Muff! Oh, hello, huh, Tom. I knew you'd come. You wouldn't fail poor old Muff. Huh? You all right, Muff? I just got back from the courtroom. Yes, tomorrow will be about the last day. We... We brought some back and muff like you asked. That's mighty kind, Huckleberry. You've been mighty good to me, boys. Better than anybody else in this town. Now, Muff, we ain't done nothing really. Done just about all a body could ask from a young fella. And old Muff appreciates it, too. They just about all forgot about old Muff when he's in trouble. Tom don't. Huck don't. Well, boys, I've done an awful thing. Drunk and crazy at the time. It's the only way I can count for it. Now i got to swing for it, I reckon. But there's nothing anybody could do for me now. You know that, John. Muff, I... Well, I ought to... Now, don't you trouble yourself about Paul Muff Mars, Tom. There ain't nothing you can do that ain't already done. You've done me a heap of good, I tell you. Bringing tobacco and talking with me. Here, now, let me shake your hand. That's it. Yours will come through the bars, but mine's too big. Uh, little hand. Weak. They've helped Muff Potter of power, and they'd help him more if they could. Oh, Muff, don't talk like that. I mean, we ain't done nothing. We better go, Tom. Yeah, I reckon. Bye, Muff. We'll see you tomorrow. I mean... Goodbye, Muff. They'd help them more if they could. Tom, does this keep us from ever telling? Always? There ain't nothing anybody can do for me now, is there, Tom? Do you know that, Tom? In blood, Tom. That means we dropped dead in our tracks, Tom, and rot. Don't trouble yourself no more about poor old Muff Potter. You can't help him now, Tom. You can't help him. You're a good boy at heart, Tom. A good boy. If only you had the courage always to do what you know is right. You just can't never tell, Tom. It's written blood. Do what you know is right. Want to see me, young man? Yes, sir. I had to see you, Mr. Sanford. I just had to. Well, please hurry. I'm busy with this trial today. Oh, it's and... the trial I got to see you about. They said you were for Muff Potter in the trial. Muff's lawyer. And you got to listen to me, Mr. Sanford. I couldn't sleep any last night thinking about what I got to tell you. Well, all right, son. Let's hear your story. Counsel for the prosecution completed his case. By the oath of citizens, whose simple word is above suspicion, we have fastened this awful crime beyond all possibility of question. The 
upon the unhappy prisoner at the bar. We rest our case here. Thank you, counsel. Has the counsel for the defense any further remarks? Your Honor, in our remarks at the opening of this trial, we foreshadowed our purpose to prove that our client did this fearful deed while under the influence of a blind and irresponsible delirium produced by drink. We have changed our minds. We shall not offer that plea. Call Thomas Boyer. Thomas Boyer, where were you on the 17th of June, uh, about the hour of midnight? I, uh, What's uh, all this? Speak up, lad. In, in the graveyard. A little louder, please. Don't be afraid. You were... In the graveyard. Were you anywhere near Horse Williams' grave? Yes, sir. Speak up just a trifle louder. How near were you? As near as I am to you, sir. Were you hidden or not? I was hidden. Where? Behind Hezekiah Grant's monument. Hmm? Anyone with you? Yes, sir. I went uh, there. Never mind mentioning your companion's name. We will produce him at the proper time. Did you carry anything there with you? Only a dead cat reward. <laughs> Your Honor, we will produce the skeleton of that cat. Now, my boy, tell us everything that occurred. Tell us in your own way. Don't skip anything and don't be afraid. Will I? No, don't be afraid. This is a court of justice. The man you fear is only a witness seated here where he can do you no harm. What's going on here? Silence in the court. Go ahead with your story, Tom. Well, Huck, I mean my friend and I went out to the graveyard to cat to rid some wards. Cats are better than spunk water, Huck said. And... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but stay by the story of what happened. Well, we got out there real late and Moon was sort of going in and out. And we hid by old man Grant's monument when we heard devil's voices. Uh, whose voices? They weren't really devil's voices, I guess. It was Dr. Rock. It was Dr. Rock. It was Dr. Rock putting here. And we hid Engine Joe. And we hid Engine Joe. And we hid Engine Joe. American Novels. Being the town heroes at the age of 12 is not the complete satisfaction one might expect. Not for Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. The shadow of revenge hangs heavy over the heads of these two young men as the NBC University of the Air brings you the second and final installment of Samuel Clemens' immortal story of golden days on the Mississippi, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, another in its series of books that live, American Novels. Last week, we heard how Tom and Huck, chance witnesses of a cruel midnight murder in the St. Petersburg, Missouri graveyard, saved their old friend Muff Potter from hanging by last-minute evidence incriminating the town's infamous half-breed, Injun Joe. Injun Joe escaped, and as he fled, he swore revenge on Tom and Huck. 
But we cannot expect two lively lads of their age to sit at home and moan about their troubles, especially not during summer vacation. And we need not be surprised to find them momentarily forgetting their troubles while digging treasure at the old haunted house on Cardiff Hill. Where'll we dig, Tom? Almost anywhere, Huck. Why? Is it hit all around? No, indeed it ain't. It's hit in mighty particular places, Huck. Sometimes on islands, sometimes in rotten chests under the end of a limb of an old dead tree, just where the shadow falls at midnight. But mostly under the floor of handed houses, like here. Who hides it? Well, robbers, of course. Who'd you reckon, Sunday school superintendent? I don't know. If it was mine, I wouldn't hide it. I'd spend it and have a good time. Well, so would I, but you know, robbers don't do that way. They always bury the treasure under the floor of a handed house, and this is the only handed house in town. And this doesn't even have a floor, so that makes it easy. Let's dig right here. You chop with a pick a while, Hucky, then I'll shovel. All right. You really think we'll find a lot of money, Tom? Sure. There ought to be whole scads of it mixed in with a lot of diamonds in an old rotten chest. And maybe a hundred dollars. Oh, that's bully. Well, just you give me the hundred dollars, and I don't want no diamonds. Oh, we'll split fifty-fifty, of course. Say, Huck, what you gonna do with your share? Well, I'll have pie and a glass of soda every day, and I'll go to every circus that comes along. Oh, but I'll have a gay time. What you gonna do with yourn, Tom? Well, I'm gonna buy a new drum and a and a sure enough sword and a red necktie and a bull pup and and get married. Married? That's it. Tom, you... Why, you ain't in your right mind. Hey, you wait, you'll see. Now, who in the name of Gus are you going to marry? I don't know her name yet, but I will. You're going to marry her and you don't know her name? Why, Tom, oh, I'll you're... find out her name before I marry her. It's that real pretty girl who just moved to town. Oh, she's awful pretty, Hucky. You mean the gal with the red hair and the big bow? That's Judge Thatcher's daughter. How do you know? Well, I've seen her with Judge Thatcher... And I know his name is Judge Thatcher because Pap always knows who the new judge is soon after he gets into town. Well, I'll meet her tomorrow at the picnic, and then I'll marry her. Oh, if you get married, I'll be more lonesomer than ever. No, you won't. You'll come and live with us. Now, stir out of this, and let's get to digging. Well, all right. Tom, did you hear something just then? Just the digging, Huck. No, something else. Tom, come over here to the window. Look. What is it, Huck? Oh, two men. You think they're coming here? Oh, Huck, they are coming this way. You, you don't suppose it's Injun Joe looking for us? Hush, don't, don't talk that way, Huck. Oh, my. Let's run. Huck, keep still. They're coming right toward the house. Come on, quick. Let's crawl up to the attic. You think that ladder will hold it? It's awful old. But we got to risk it. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Huck. Just hold on with your hands, Tom. Yeah. The next rung's all right. Pull yourself up there. That's it. But hurry, I think I hear him in front. Oh, I thought I was a gunner when that ladder broke. Can we hide here? Yeah. Under this old straw. Quick, Tom. Hey, there they are. Neither of them's Injun Joe. No. It's that deep and dumb Spaniard who had come to town last week. Shh. No, I thought it all over and I don't like it. It's dangerous. Dangerous? Yeah. Milk. Hey, it is Injun Joe, Huck. He ain't deep and dumb at all. That Spaniard's Injun Joe. Oh, my. You hanging around town 
around when everybody in 20 Mile is looking for you for murder. Careful how you talk. Well, I didn't mean nothing, Joe. And don't call me Joe. You slip once more, you can run along with our share of what's buried here. Well, let's get to it. I want to get my swag and liquor for Texas. You can stick around this town if you want it. I've got to. i got a score to settle. A score I'll even give it's the last thing that I ever do. Oh, Tom, he means us. Here, give me a hand. Uh, our digging was just a knife. There's an old rusty pick here by the window. That'll help. All right, get it, and then help me here. Look, we got our pick. Oh, oh yeah. I can get it now. Yeah. Help help me lift it. Yeah. You know, the six hundred and fifty in silver is something to lift. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mighty glad to get my hands on this again. Nah, nah, don't get too anxious. Here's yours. I wonder like I agree. Yeah. I'll take the rest. You want to leg it to Texas with me. I'll be there after I take care of another matter. You're going to leave your cut here? Yes. What kind of fool do you think I am? I'm going to keep this swag, for I know it'll be safe. There ain't anybody that'll ever find my hangout. Not anybody. Then when I finish the little job I swore I'd do, it'll be right handy for me to skip with. All right. We might as well get going. Yeah, yeah, we might as well. Say, say, where'd you get that stick? I told you. It was right there by the window. By the great Satan. I remember now. That pick had fresh earth on it. What business had a pick here with fresh earth on it? Who brought it here? Where are they gone? You reckon they'll be up there? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I reckon I'll have a little look around here. Yeah. Anybody's been spying on us, I'll... Let him come here, here. Oh, you all right? Um, what? Can you walk all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I Oh, you'll be all right. Let's get out of here. There couldn't be nobody upstairs if that ladder breaks that easy. Whoever would here probably heard us coming and took out. Let's go before it gets dark. Yeah, all right. We'll stop at the tavern for a drink. go that way. Then you can go your way and I'll go mine. Tom, my heart's just about to stop when he says revenge. He means us. I can't. Oh, don't. But did you see that money? I was just scared of it. I told you there was money here. And Robert's money, too. Well, I want to get out of here. We just got to find out where he's going to hide that money, Huck. $500 Injun Joe's got. Well, I don't want nothing to do with that half-breed. You don't need to ever see us, Huck. We gotta follow him to his hangout and find out where he keeps. Do we dare? We gotta, Huck. Just think of all that money. What, $500 is as much money as there's anywhere in the world. And it's robber's money. Don't belong to nobody. Well, all right. I'll follow him with you, Tom. Oh, my. I just remembered, Hucky. There's that picnic tomorrow. And I doesn't miss that picnic. But you're always better at following than me anyway, Hucky. And then after the picnic... I'll come and find you, and we can go get the treasure together. You want me to follow Injun Joe alone? Oh, Tom, I couldn't. Boy, you gotta. 
Why, Hunk, you're a lot safer if you're following him. Then you know he ain't following you. Do you have to go to the picnic, Tom? Well, I told you why I got it. Oh, all right. I'll try and follow him. Bully, Hucky, I knew you would. You can wait outside the tavern, and then when he comes out, it'll be dark, and you can follow him easy. I shouldn't, Tom. I'd a lot rather go on a picnic, but then I reckon there won't be nothing but nice boys at that picnic. Listen, everybody, listen. Quiet, children, quiet, quiet, quiet. I have a real surprise for you. We're going to go to the cave for our picnic. Yeah. And we're going up the river to the cave. On our steamboat. I just love riding on steamboats. Don't you? I, uh, uh... Yeah, I certainly do. Say, you're the new girl in town, aren't you? Well, I've been here most a month, but I guess you could call me new. Gee, you're awful pretty. You shouldn't talk like that. We haven't even been introduced. My name's Becky Thatcher. What's your... Oh, I know. It's Thomas Sawyer. Oh, that's the name they lick me by. I'm Tom when I'm good. You call me Tom, will you? Mm-hmm. How'd you know my name? Oh, I've heard a lot about you. How brave you were at the trial and all. Oh, that weren't nothing. I thought it was. Becky, I wonder, well, well, would you like for me to show you the cave when we get there? I'd love to have you. I've never seen the cave. Is it big? Big? Nobody knows how big it is, I guess. I've been lots of places in the cave, but, but there must be a million of tunnels I ain't seen. It's real dark and... And mysterious and romantic. Oh, that sounds spooky. Oh, it's scary. But you needn't be afraid if you stay right with me. Oh, it is spooky, Tom. So, little maybe. But the bats don't hurt none unless they get in your hair. Oh! oh but, but bats don't like red hair, so you're safe. Oh, I'm scared for a minute. The candles make funny shadows, don't they? This is the cathedral. You know what we ought to do here? No, what? We ought to write our names on the ceiling. You do it with candle smoke. Oh, my, that'll be fun. What are you writing, Tom? Becky and Tom is, is what it'll say. You know what it means when your names are on the cathedral ceiling together, don't you? I wouldn't know what it means, Tom. It means we're engaged. That's what. Oh, Tom. That's what it always means, really. I I like being engaged to you, Becky. It's fun, isn't it? I haven't ever been engaged before. Say, I know what. You know what they put in our picnic sacks? A piece of cake. Have you got yours? I brought it. You said to. You know what that cake will be, Becky? Our wedding cake. Oh, Tom, yes. Isn't it wonderful? But it can't really be our wedding cake. Well, not really, maybe. But we can pretend. We can eat it right here in the cathedral. Oh, no. You always got to eat your wedding cake alone. There's ought to be a lot of people coming by here. I know where we're going. Oh, Tom, we've come pretty far, haven't we? Don't you think we should turn back? Oh, we'll be all right. Well, let's stop here. Here's a nice place. What do they call this place, Tom? I don't know. It ain't got a name, I reckon. Maybe nobody's ever been here before. You mean you don't know where we are? Oh, Tom, I'm scared. Oh, it ain't nothing to worry about. We'll name this place just for us. Tom and Becky's Palace. 
Don't that sound grand? Oh, it is pretty. Hold the light up so we can see the pretty colors on the wall. Well, isn't it? Oh, 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 Tom. Tom, what happened? It was the wind up high. It blew out the candle. Tom, it's so dark. Oh, I'm scared, Tom. Oh, you mustn't cry, Becky. We'll be all right. Hurry and get the candle lit again. Please hurry, Tom. Oh, Becky, I, I haven't got any matches. Oh, Tom. I knew I should have brought some. Now, Becky, it'll be all right. They'll come and look for us. I don't say we are. We're lost, Tom. We're I'm glad you came, my dear. I know that your heart must be as heavy as mine. It it may be a little easier for me, for you. And somehow you expect boys can take care of themselves better. That's one reason I came. I know you must feel terrible toward Tom, and, and we can't blame oh, you. please don't think that, my dear. It's just that you must know how much I love my Becky. And I came because I thought you might feel better if I told you that Tom's really a most self-reliant boy. What I mean to say is, your Becky will be saved if Tom... Well, he's a good boy, deep down. I know he must be. Perhaps they'll find him soon. Searching parties have been going without stopping for two whole days. Judge Thatcher's been like a man possessed. I don't think he'd even eaten for 48 hours. He's a wonderful man. I'm sure he'll find them. Look at me. I just can't help it. I, I wonder where my Becky is. Oh, dear God. Look out for her. dark. I dreamt about the sunshine, Tom. It was real bright, and there were big white clouds. Oh, Tom. Oh, Becky, don't cry again. They'll find us. I just know they will. How long have we been here? Days, I reckon. Seems like weeks. We didn't eat our lunches until we were both so hungry we couldn't stand it any longer. And that was a long time ago. If only we had something to light our candles. Then... Becky. I've got an idea. What? I didn't know I didn't think of it sooner. I got a kite string here in my pocket. How can that help us, Tom? 
We can't eat at Christ Street. No, but but if you hold on to one end and I unroll it as I go, I can do some exploring and maybe find us a way out. You mustn't leave me, Tom. I couldn't bear it. I won't leave you. You see, the string will be between us. And if you want me, you can just jerk at it. And I'll come as fast as I can. All right, but be careful, Tom. Well, I'll be all right. Here, hold on. Yes, I have it. Bye, Betsy. Don't say it like that, Tom. Sure, I'm sorry. I'll hurry. I'm going to try this tunnel a little. You hold on tight, Betsy. I will, but be careful. I'll be as careful as can. Hello? Hello? Oh, Tom! Tom, what is it? I'm here, Tom, right here. Oh, Becky, Becky. Oh, there you are. Well, what is it, Tom? I thought it's all light. Becky, I... Well, it was a light. Who was it, Tom? Can't they get us out? I, I can't explain it, Becky, but... But it wasn't one of the rescuers. It was somebody else, and... And we're better off in the cave than having him find Come on, we've got to get away from this spot here. Just as quiet and quick as we can. <laughs> Nothing at all. We thought we heard voices once. We looked and shouted for hours. Must have been one of the other search parties. Oh, darling, where are they? Where's my girl? We mustn't give up, Emily. I'm due back at the cave. The other men are getting so tired they they can't walk much longer. But I must keep going. I must. I'll pray for you, John. Good luck, dear. Good luck. I think it'll be all right here. Who are we running from, Tom? I can't explain now. You just gotta trust me, Becky. Oh, Tom, you're all I've got to trust. Here, Becky. <laughs> Let's try the kite string again. Can you hold on? Yes, Tom. I'll try. I'll find something soon. I just know I will. You must. I don't think I can keep keep awake much longer. you send me over. There, there's news? No, I, I'm afraid not. Oh, for a minute, I, uh, come in, my dear. Yes. Judge Thatcher came back from the key for, for just a few minutes to see how Miss Thatcher was, and, and then he, he, he went right on back again. I'm sure he'll find them. I'm sure he will. Oh, you're mighty brave, Miss Mason. I think that's why Miss Thatcher likes to have you with us. Uh, uh, she sent me to ask you to come on over to you. If she wants me, of course I'll come. You tell her I'll be there tonight, right after supper. Come look for sure. 
Oh, I'm so weak, Tom. I don't know whether I could... I am, too. I can hardly make sure of my eyes, Becky. Here I am. Here I am. Oh, oh. oh, Becky, look. What do you see? Where, Tom? It's so dark, I can't see anything. Oh, I'm not sure, but... But I'd swear I'd see a little speck of light down that way. Don't tell me it... It isn't there. Yes. Tom, it is. It's light. Oh, Tom. Uh, oh. Becky. Becky. You can't stop now. Wake up, Becky, please. Oh, carry careful as I can. I'll try. I'm sorry I couldn't come sooner, Miss Thatcher. Somehow I was working and missed the time. Just can't. Bear it when I'm not working. Thank you for coming. I, I need your faith, Miss Polly. Mine is just about gone, I'm afraid. Oh, you mustn't give up. You. What, what's that? Polly, did you hear? Oh, yes, yes. Hello there. Are they all right? Yes. Are they both all right? All all right, ma'am. Oh. The fire lad found a new opening to the cave. They're bringing Miss Becky in the carriage. She's all right. Oh, praise God. Praise God in heaven. Hey, Tom. Tom, wake up. Uh, we'll be all right, Becky. We'll find a way. Wake up, Tom. You ain't in the cave anymore. Huh? It's huh? me, Tom Huck. I come in through the window. Your Aunt Polly wouldn't let me come see you. Said you was too wore out. Oh, Huck. I was asleep, I guess. Kind of tired. I had to see you, Tom. I followed Injun Joe like you said. And you know where he went? Yeah, Huck. I know. You do? You mean... And that ain't all I know, Huck. As soon as I get my strength back, you and me's got some more work to do. Eating. You, uh, you done with your third piece of pie, Tom? <laughs> uh, if you're finished, I'll tell you why I invited you all over here for this banquet. You can all guess who it's an honor of. The bravest boy I ever knew, and I mean that. I thought as soon as Tom and Becky were well enough, we ought to have a real spread for them, and that's what we've had. You want a fourth piece of pie, Tom? Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Thatcher and I want to pay our respects to Tom Sawyer. We can't ever repay him for what he's done. We can't ever thank him enough. But I thought maybe this genuine pocket watch. Yes. Yes, Tom, it's for you. Oh, my, you shouldn't have done that, Judge Thatcher. No, son. I should have got you a thousand watches. I would if I could afford it. Tom, thanks for all you did. You're a brave boy. Thank you, sir. There's one other announcement I want to make while all you people are here. To make sure that nobody ever gets lost in the cave again, I took it upon myself as judge of this district 
to order a heavy steel door put across the entrance to the cave. It's been solidly locked and bolted for three days now. Yeah. Hey, what's Tom? Tom, boy, what's wrong? Here, fetch the boy some water. He's white as a sheet. What's the matter with you, Tom? Oh, Judge, Injun Joe's in the cave. Locked in. What did you find, John? Was he there, Judge? Yes, yes, yes. We unlocked the door I had put on the cave, and he was lying face down by the only crack of light showing underneath. Dead? Yes. Dead of starvation and thirst. He apparently didn't know the other opening Tom found. Oh, it'll be a relief to Tom, poor boy. He's been having terrible nightmares ever since the day that Indian escaped from the courtroom. Yeah, it'll be good news for Tom, all right. But, hey, where is the boy? Well, land sakes, I never do seem to know. He, he was here a minute ago. Oh, he never knows what kind of mischief he'll be in today. Where you been, son? Seems like I've been waiting for you all night. Oh, I couldn't get away, Hucky. As soon as I could sneak out, I came a-running. You got the boat? Right by the bank. Oh, that's bully. Say, we'll be the greatest bunch of pirates that ever was. Tom Sawyer and his pirate gang. Don't that sound jolly? And we got real treasure to go get. You sure you know where to look? Ain't nobody else in the world but me that knows where it is. Well, I'm still feared of that murderous engine. You don't need to worry anymore, Hutsy. I hung around the Thatcher's house till I heard the judge come back, and then I listened through the window. You don't need to worry no more about Injun Joe. Come on. I'll tell you about it while we go to the cave. Right here is where Becky and me sat in the dark for a million days, I reckon. Over there yonder is where I saw Injun Joe creeping out of his hideout. It scared me to death, I tell you. And the money was there? That old rotten chap, just as big as life. Here, here's his hideout. He was standing right there when I spied him. And there's the chest. Look at Aki. Look at all this coin. Oh, Tom, we're rich. Real rich, Tom. Oh, looky here, Huck. Don't you kind of make you want to turn robber, though? And give a pirating, Tom? You think we ought to? Oh, robbing's much more high tone than being a pirate. Why, in most countries, robbers are always awful high up in the nobility. Dukes and such. That sounds bully, Tom. We'll call it Tom Sawyer's robber gang. Oh, don't that sound fine? Yeah. And we can have secret initiations for the fella. Initiation? Well, that's where we swear to stand by one another and never tell the gang secrets, even if you're chopped all the flinders, and to kill anybody that hurts one of the gang. Oh, that's gay. That's mighty gay, Tom. Well, I bet it is. And that swearing's got to be done at midnight in the lonesomest, awfulest place you can find. And you got to swear on a coffin and sign it with blood. Now, that's something like. Why, Tom... We're liable to have some real honest-to-goodness adventures with a gang like that. Tom Sawyer by Samuel Clemens is one of the best of America's novels, brought to you each week by the NBC University of the Air. Next week, American Novels will present a seafaring tale of revolutionary days, The Pilot, by James Fenimore Cooper. Don't forget that this and countless other fine books are to be had in your local public library. Many American novels in the 1947 summer series are included in the useful handbook of the world's great novels, 
which you may obtain by sending 25 cents to World's Great Novels, Post Office Box 30, Station J, New York 27, New York. That's Post Office Box 30, Station J, New York 27. Tom Sawyer was adapted for radio by Ned Landon. The music was composed by Emil Soderstrom, and the orchestra was directed by Bernard Berkeley. The entire production was under the direction of Homer Heck. Tom Sawyer is played by David Whitehouse, Becky Thatcher by Florine Sears, Huck Finn by Leonard Smith, Aunt Polly by Viola Berwick, Injun Joe by Bill Rath, Mrs. Thatcher by Fern Persons, and Judge Thatcher by Jeff Pugh. Others were Elmira Ressler and George Peters. This is Hugh Downs. This program came to you from Chicago and has been a presentation of the National Broadcasting Company and its affiliated independent stations. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.